Hey guys, it's the Two Bees in a Pod podcast with Brayden and Brendan. Uh, welcome. Sit back, relax, grab like a snack or your favorite beverage, and listen to us just talk about random garbage. Anyway, thanks for tuning in. We'll see you soon. And so it was at that time while he was telling me his whole life story that I realized that Tiny Tim was all grown up now and he was going by Big Tom. Welcome to Two Bees in a Pod. I'm Brayden. Like, how big are we talking? Like, 6'5", six, 6'6"? Six, six? Well, like what was the growth spurt? He took up, it, it took, it, he needed to sit on two chairs. I'll put it that way. Oh, oh. Oh, he became wide, yeah. Tom. Yeah, like, like monstrously big Tom. Jesus. Welcome to episode 75 of the podcast. We're back. I guess. He's Brendan, by the way. You better believe it. What kind of person does a per, did, what kind of place does a person like that shop for pants at? Because it wouldn't be big and tall, massive and just monstrous. Yeah, Godzilla. <laughs> <laughs> hey guys, welcome to the podcast. Guess guess what season back it is again? Oh, I know what season. Yeah, it is. you have a button for this. Oh, oh, it's Christmas. And not only is it Christmas for me, Brendan, it's now Uh. Christmas for the rest of the world who's caught up and it's December and everybody else is finally up to speed with Mm -hmm. me and my insanity. I loved your uh, your ornaments and your beard at work, by the way. Thank you. Yes. Yes. Believe it or not, that was a gift that was gifted to me by my wife. What? My Halloween queen. Yes. Who notoriously is not a fan of Christmas? Yes, I'm breaking down her spirit. Tiny, one tiny little ball and, at a time. And I, I assume replacing it with, with Christmas spirit. <laughs> sure, let's break, go with that. break them down and build them back up, I see. <laughs> That's right. Like so many toys in Santa's workshop, uh, we will rebuild her. She will be merry. Oh, man. You watch her any... name? will still be Christy, but she'll be merry. She'll be, you know, she'll be Christy-mas. M-E-R-R-Y. Ooh. I don't know what that yeah. I know what that would look like. I'm not entirely sure. That'd be like a Franken uh, like a, like a Franken combination of both Halloween and Christmas, or is that like are we 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 ousting Halloween Nightmare before Christmas? Oh, okay, I was curious. Like, are we gonna yeah. oust Halloween? Like, is that it's no? It's pretty much just what we're doing. Now. Oh, okay, that's fair. Yeah. <laughs> but before we get to any of that, we have to do what we do best to kick this thing off. Ooh, right. What's that? We have to roll the dice, break the ice, and talk about whatever comes up with our dice of destiny. destiny. Where, of course, the dice of destiny will dictate our discussion topic to be. That was clean. Good job. Thank you, Brendan. Hi. What you been playing lately, bud? Oh. Um. Oh, there's Wanted a game. To take time well, out of our busy lives to have merriment and fun. Yeah. Well, a couple things actually. So I found a phone game. Um, where uh, it's called Grim Guard, and uh, it's sort of like a. An isometric turn-based sort of like uh, sort of like game, and uh, I'm I'm sinking more time into it than I believe I should. Uh, for one, it's uh, I completely forgot what I was. Well, I was I was trying to watch wrestling with uh, with mum there, and I just sort of <gasps> got into it, and then before I knew it, half of half of the show was over, and I'm like, well, I, what did I miss? So I had to restart it. Uh, Dazed and confused with the 
flip-flop upside your head because you were ignoring your mother's requests to spend quality time with her son. Yeah, pretty much. Also, uh, she has no room to say anything because she was also just watching, like, YouTube shorts and Facebook shorts at the same time, so <laughs> we both missed half of the show, so we had to restart it because we have the little bit of that functionality thing on our, on, on our uh, what's it called? Uh, Telus, uh... The DVR type thing. Yeah, yeah, it's the one built in. Um... But yeah, no, it's it's a uh, it was still a good like good good little game. I enjoy it. It's a good little time waster. Um, I gotta waste less time on it though and play like big boy games like Lethal Company, which I've recently started playing. Now, what do you what do you when you're the name Lethal Company? What do you what do you think that is? Murder Boys. Murder Boys, like shooty bang bang Call of Duty, right? Yeah, yeah. It's not so uh, Lethal Company, similar to how they branded. Uh, uh, liquid death water um is a is is a game where you play as now don't get me wrong there is murder killy in it except you don't do really any of it because uh you you are a contracted individual working for a company that finds all of these weird alien worlds and goes hey go get artifacts off that world and we'll pay you big bucks and if you don't meet the quota we jet we jettison you into space so you go onto the planet oh. yes yeah, so you go onto the planet you're running around like madmen in little hazmat suits trying not to get murdered by the various monsters that are on the planet trying to pick up various artifacts and get them back onto the boat onto the ship before you are fired out of an airlock it, so the cannon. <laughs> yeah so it's like in, in a game with a game like that, you'd expect like, you know, shooty bang, bang guns, run around, blow up stuff. This it's more like hiding in a corner and whimpering because your microphone, uh, your, your, but your, the, the sounds of your microphone are being picked up by monsters in the game as they try to find you. So <laughs> it's a lot of fun. I, I enjoy it a lot. It's, it's, it's uh, one of those games. You've got to play it with friends. Um, nice. Another one I've been playing uh, quite a bit here is a little, little massively multiplayer game that is actually a shooty bang bang game. It's called Foxhole. It's actually wild because you have hundreds and hundreds of players all playing on the same map at a time. Um, and they're doing everything from like building ammunition and tanks and boats and battleships to running around with rifles and trying to stab each other with bayonets. So like it's it's both sides and it's right up your ass. It's crazy. Like it's oh, dude, I love I love putting stuff together as much as I love screeching into my microphone at those uh, at, at, at those dang green helmet dudes uh, throwing grenades wildly in every direction and killing half of the half of my teammates as well as them. So it's it's a lot of fun. <laughs> it's it's a very dumb game and I love everything about it. Um, yeah. How about you, man? What you been on? What you, what you been playing? I know you've been back into Pokemon Goo, a little bit of that Pokemon Goo. Well, we've been playing. My wife and I have been yeah. casually been doing Pokemon Go. A little for, dabbling. Yeah, yeah a little dibble dabble. Yeah, as you yeah, that's really good. In between work, I walk a lot, so you get lots of steps and lots of eggs hatched. But no, we've been. Um, finally, it was. Uh, my wife had been champing at the bit, waiting for it to come out. But oh. uh, Hogwarts Legacy finally got released on the Switch. Oh. So we've been playing through that. And that, you want to talk time wasting games? That is. How much? That's a that's a yeah. So you, I very much enjoyed and uh, my favorite game of the year was Legend of Zelda: Tears of the Kingdom. Sure, massive open world that is you can just go where you want, do what you want, mm-hmm. and it doesn't really matter what your quests build are. Build whatever, yeah, yeah. Take that same concept, add magic and the ability to fly on a broom <laughs> wherever you want, and then you just fly around and you're like, oh. 
Those guys down there are poachers. I'm going to land like Superman and just do just inflict vigilante justice with various uh, Expelliarmus fireball type spells until they're all dead. Jesus. I'm going to gather up their money po pouches and fly off again. Wait, 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 wait. So you, you commit muggings as a wizard and then fly away? <laughs> oh, yeah. My favorite one was there was a there there was a quest that I had to do oh where I was God. I teamed up with this little goblin and he's like I need you to get me this 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 helmet it's in this this ruins here but only wizards can open the ruins so I can't get it myself but there might be untold dangers in these ruins oh, so I go that's, down that, there that's adventurous and that's up your alley yep yeah, so I'm doing the little dungeon crawl there's spiders down there Ooh. there was some like undead things that I had to slay. And then I get to the end of the ruins, and there's the tomb. But next to the tomb is the corpse, the skeleton, re skeletal remains of an. No, it was a. No, it was a corpse. Mm. It was a, another dead, like the bad guy wizards that were dead oh. that had already been there, and one of them got slain. So I went back to my goblin friend, and I went, "Oh no, they, they came and they got the helmet." And so he's like, "We have to get it back." So then the quest goes, "Stop the thieves." Why are they thieves? They did exactly what I was trying um, to do. Wait, hold on. But they beat me. Why Why is so grave like, robbing when you're this person worse than when you're grave robbing as this person? Right? And so then I, I found the camp where they were holding the helmet. I flew in, murdered them all with magic, got the helmet back, gave it to the goblin. And he's like, well, I'm so happy you were able to uh, retrieve the helmet from those wizards. Because their fate would have been much worse had they kept it, because the goblins would have killed them for it. What? Um, <laughs> right. They're just sleeping now. Yeah, they're definitely that one's, not That dead. one's sleeping with his head off, but yeah, he's sleeping. The hell kind of magic? I cast a capitato. <laughs> it's just you hit him with an axe. <laughs> There's, there's no actual magic. It's just you as a character running around like a murderous psychopath. <laughs> we'll call it. We'll call it Muggle Magic Murders. There we go. That's the. Uh, that's the thing that. Yeah, because I I remember seeing like gameplay footage of like fighting river trolls, and this one person was like uh the the plant sorcerer person, like a herbologist or whatever, and they summoned these like slime things, and I'm like, oh okay, so they're like like tanky or whatever, and then they just suicide bomb the crap out of the river trolls, and they all die, and it's yeah, and it's just horrifying, yeah, like. That's the, the, the Chinese chomping cabbages. They just lunge at them and, like, chew them apart. And you're just like, yeah. Jesus Christ. Meanwhile, I, I, that it's, and, like, if it's a smaller one, cave trolls are a little different because they're big, massive bodies. But sometimes I find one poacher mm. just sitting in a camp by himself. So you show up and you hit him with a spell. And then you hit him, like, you'll expelliarmus. So his wand goes flying away. Right. So now he can't do anything. And then you hit him with Levioso, so now he's floating in the air. You blast him a couple more times. He starts to drop. You hit him with another uh, Accio spell to bring him towards you yeah. and make him fly up. Then you hit another spell to slam him into the ground, and he bounces back up into the air. Then you throw him away a little ways, and then you cast ice at him. You flip him upside down. You slam him into the ground again. And the poor bastard didn't know what hit him, and then he's just dead. <laughs> and, and you go, Money! <laughs> Let me, and I haven't even gotten to like 
the the unnameable spells. Like I don't even have a lot of cadaver yet, I, but it's an option I in this love, game because it's in my menu. I love that that like you are such a Hufflepuff in real life, but the brutality that you just went ahead and explained is like you should probably be arrested for that much like bodily because <laughs> like when you were talking about poachers i'm like oh, okay he's gonna like talk about like arresting them or something like that because he's probably playing a good character and then you just murder these people in cold uh-huh. blood take and then, their money and, then, and, and then, fly then. away so these yeah so these guys are bad people they're bad because they have they're poachers mm. they have these magical beasts in cages and then at one point you unlock a bag yeah and then you can use your bag to suck up magical beasts oh, God and take them it. back to your room of requirement and just unleash, you just release them in your magic room and then you just show up and feed them and take <laughs> like their fur and their feathers from them to use for your own personal gain and make your armor better. It's like, the the line between good and evil in this game is very very so, blurred. So did you get like sh- did you get sorted into Hufflepuff or like are you just like oh, yeah, I'm a Hufflepuff. Oh okay. Cuz you know as everyone knows Hufflepuffs are known to keep wild animals in their room and exploit them and murder people in the woods. Hey our house symbol is a badger. We look cute <laughs> on the inside, but we're going to straight up murder your ass. <laughs> Hufflepuff honey badgers don't give no shit. I, I love the idea of this this is the version of Hogwarts that's just Grand Theft Auto. It's pretty much <laughs> you're playing magical Grand Theft Auto. This okay, no, they should have rebranded that as the Bright Game. <laughs> that should have been <laughs> And then literally, like, because you you get oh my God. flying class, and then you buy a broom, so you're just oh. like soaring along, and you look down, and you hit. There's a spell that like reveals stuff, mm-hmm. so you can be like, oh, that's a, that's a, there's a chest hiding behind that wall, so I have to figure out the puzzle. But when you're flying on your broom and you just do the revel the revelio spell, yeah, you can see all the enemies ping on your radar in like bright red. So you're just like, oh, oh, there's some spiders down there. Okay, whoosh, fireball. <laughs> Because remember, yeah, it's not parts. it's not fly away. Remember, it's not poaching if the creature's icky. <laughs> uh-huh. Heck, even at one point, my uh, we just got to the point where you can you can make yourself invisible with a spell because mm-hmm. who needs the the invisibility cloak when you just have magic? Yeah, and then you can sneak up on the bad guys, and if you get right behind them, you basically get the Assassin's Creed instant kill spell where you just go and they instantly paralyze fall down and disappear and you get to loot their vanished bodies jesus <laughs> jesus they're better so highly recommend oh my god there better be like a full-on like uh there better be like a, a death eater dlc or something like that where it's just like a full-on wizard war so people could actually do that crap to each other in like these massive battle arenas. Is there Quidditch? Well, there is. I would imagine there's there Quidditch. Is, no, there isn't Quidditch. Really? Because the controls for flying the broom, it like you kind of coast around. It's not uh, real sharp turns and stuff. In the story, I think something. One of the students got hurt playing Quidditch, so the headmaster right now put a stop to all the quidditch matches for the time oh, being. Oh, okay, but like never mind yeah. the like oh but my students that are approximately between the ages of like 12 and 19. Well, I'm a fifth year. You 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 come into the game as a fifth year, oh. so however old that would be. Sure. So 
you know, never never mind my seniors are running around murdering random people inside the woods for stealing creatures and then taking yeah. said creatures and putting them away. I I see what you mean by the lines are a little blurry. <laughs> it's also really funny because throughout the game you get um you you start opening chests and stuff and you get different clothing pieces that give you different armor like your offense your offense and defense go up your hit points go up based on these like better mm-hmm. and better clothes you wear it's different you get like robes and capes and clothes and scarves and glasses and hats like gloves all these different things and you can it's like any like world of warcraft type thing where you put the clothes on and you can see a physical change in your person right yeah yeah but it's so funny because you when you're playing you'll get all this stuff and in between the murders and genocide you have to go to class but all the classes are is just like a cutscene of the teacher like showing stuff and it's there's like jaunty music and you're like oh look they're learning how to grow plants. I can't wait to use this spell always... on that one guy I saw outside. Yeah, and then it, it cuts to like the teacher and they're showing stuff to the class yeah. and then it does a pan of the class and it is so much the uh, like protagonist versus NPCs because all the other students are wearing their house robes and they look like they're in class. Uh-huh. And then there's you in the middle of the oh, classroom just wearing, wearing these whatever like, dragon goggles and a giant wizard hat and these bright pink <laughs> scarf. <laughs> <You're> like, <laughs> Screw your dress code, Hogwarts. I'm gonna wear what I want. Oh I'll murder God. people. Pew, pew, pew. Oh, my God. That's it's wild. It's such a great game. That is wild. I'm so glad they let you just kind of do whatever. But, like, don't forget to show up for class on time. You wouldn't want the prefects yep. to come after you. And the prefects are just dressed in SWAT gear. Because <laughs> they know what the students are like. <laughs> oh, that is crazy, dude. I kind of want to check. The- but all, all of that is, yeah, yeah definitely worth a look I've, at. I've, it's, I've it's, never it's a been a huge like I've never been that big on Harry Potter, but knowing that you could just like run around and murder crap regardless <laughs> of your house with like seemingly no moral or, or in-game oh, consequence is insane to me. Like I because I was expecting you to mention like, oh, there's, there's like a lethal and like a non-lethal. No, you just kill people. You like you get a spell where oh, you can yeah, murder you just, a mofo <laughs> and cause them to disappear from this plane of existence. None of that. There, so you also get oh, uh, my God. dual feats. So it's like a, a special little challenge yeah. to, when you're murdering this person. If you do it this way, you get bonus. Points. Jesus Christ. And when off more often than not is when you're fighting the giant spiders, mm-hmm. the, 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 the challenge that it gives you is to catch them on fire first and then shoot magic at them. Because when that happens, their bodies explode and do shrapnel damage to the other spiders Jesus around them. Jesus Christ, dude. <laughs> I thought Baldur's Gate 3 got sketchy with some of the like options that you wind <laughs> up having. Oh my god. Immolating then exploding a spider and then using its the, the shrapnel okay, to okay. murder here's other a, spiders. Here's another one. We haven't gotten to this point yet. We haven't unlocked this spell, but we were reading through like the locked spells and yeah. stuff you get throughout the game. Obviously, you get Avada Kedavra. Sure. And I'm waiting for that so much. But you also get um I can't remember the name of it, but basically it's like polymorph. Sure. You cast it on a guy and you turn them into something else. But you can upgrade that spell. So when you transform them into something, they turn into an explosive barrel. Then you can use your magic to whip their explosive barrel bodies at their friends and have them all explode. 
They needed to add this to the movies. This is this is exactly what they needed <laughs> to draw me in. Is is <laughs> this is the this is the sequels we need where like Harry's all grown up and yeah. it's a dystopian future yeah. and that's a Mad Max type situation. Yeah. Oh my god! Because like because like when you when you watch like what's that one the Magical Beasts or whatever movies. Like in that oh, yeah. first one, it's like okay, it's kind of happy go like oh, there's like a really epic fight. Damn, this main character is not built for combat. And then like, and you see a little bit of brutality there. But like, and then and like a kid explodes or something like that, if I remember correctly. And in the second movie, everyone's just kind of a prick. So it's like okay, this is kind of weirdly like okay, think think things are things are a lot darker in the Wizarding World right now. But it's fine. It's before Harry comes to Hogwarts and and it stops all the bad guys. I don't know when that game is set, but it sounds like they're gearing up for something. I have no idea when this game is set. It's like, because it couldn't be during... no references to anyone else. I have, there's no, none of the teachers are the same. There, one teacher is, um... Jeez. One teacher, she's a Weasley, but she's not any of the Weasleys that you've ever heard of. The headmaster's different. Hagrid's nowhere to be found. Oh my god, there's no Hagrid? There's no Hagrid. There's none of the characters from the movies are what in this game. Era so it's like, I don't is that know. movie in? I don't know. Jesus Christ, because there's enough poachers to supply the bloodlust of all the students inside the school. So, like. Well, maybe not all the students, because I, I take care of. Well, specifically the Hufflepuff to... students. <laughs> <laughs> they fill us with cake and then we I'm starting to get the feeling that the Hufflepuff kids aren't saving those animals. They're just collecting them to eat later. That's just what it is. <laughs> oh, Jesus. Have you ever had puff skein pie? Neither have I, but I want to taste it. <laughs> Cut to the puff skein off to the side, cowering in fear. <laughs> oh, my God. <laughs> Even the... You've watched so you've watched all the Harry Potter movies, right? Uh, I got like the first five. Okay, have you? Did I can't remember if you. Goblet you of got Fire probably is got the, the last one, one where, I saw. Mm, no, so you wouldn't have seen where they got the Room of Requirement then. Okay, so I think that's so what's the six. Room of Requirement? So the Room of Requirement is a magical room in the in the school of Hogwarts that it's not on any map. It no one knows where it is. And when the school just determines that you need a room for whatever reason, it shows up for you. And it's filled with whatever you need at that time. What? Yeah. So in this game, the room of requirement shows up for you to do whatever you need to. Which implies... you get to customize it. You get to customize it. You get to change the walls, the floor, the roof, the chairs. You get to conjure stuff in it. You get to do schoolwork in there. You can make potions, grow plants. And it's just always exactly how you left it. So screw everyone else in Hogwarts. That classroom is mine. I the that implies that you're like a different version of like the chosen one of Hogwarts. Yeah, pretty much. What the? F- uh... I can all. You can also see magic that no one else can see because we're special. Oh, that's full. Yeah, that's full bore chosen one stuff right there. That's yeah, yeah. What yeah, in the yeah. world is going on, yeah. bro? I don't know. You better the mysteries are unfolding. You better. I'm, I'm learning all these spells. It, it's so distracting that there's probably 
I'm I'm way overpowered for a lot of the le- the the quests that I'm doing for the main storyline yeah. because I just get distracted and I'm like I'm and you just go keep doing side quest things and I'm like I'm gonna go do this class where I have to grow a couple plants and learn how to cut people in half with magic. What? So moving right along, no. I would say we've sufficiently <laughs> broken the ice. <laughs> oh my god! Puffle puffle life. Um. Oh so, my god! As those of you that have listened to He's the show last Huffle month Puffle. know, <laughs> we uh, last month we we kind of made it a, a musical month for ourselves. Yeah. We were listening to some musical musical movies, mm-hmm. and to kind of keep a, a a gentle transition from the musical month into the wonderful Christmas month, yeah. we watched a musical spirited, uh, the Ryan Reynolds yeah. and Will Ferrell a Christmas Carol. Yeah. So, because it's a Christmas Carol movie, uh-huh. and that's not a spoiler. Yes, another Christmas Carol trailer. movie by yeah, uh, by Spirited's own uh, own ad- admission. Correct. Yeah. Uh, Brendan was very kind to find us a list of some other uh, different, well, other versions of yeah. the Christmas Carol that maybe you hadn't heard of that maybe you want to look into. Mm-hmm. I, I mean, I, I'm down to start us off since I found the list. I mean, right off the bat, yes, did you know that there was do. a there was a, a full on dramatized radio show on this on on CBS from nineteen mm. that ran from nineteen thirty four pre World War two to nineteen fifty three post uh, Korean War. Uh, Lionel Barrymore, the great uncle of Drew Barrymore, cool, <gasps> played the role of Scrooge for the station every year, with one exception of John Barrymore filling in for his brother and another of Orson Welles stepping in when Lionel was ill. But I'm curious as to how many other people were in this radio show. It mentions just one dude doing Scrooge, but like, is this like, is this one of those where it's like, he's the narrator, but he also does like Scrooge's lines or is it, do we have people playing multiple roles, Mm. like all sitting around, you know, 1951 cast ah, radio. And you're going to want to change your ways. C- CBS does. is British. Not in my mind. Okay. <laughs> <laughs> uh, Kathleen Harrison. Uh, let me see here. Yeah, Al- Alistair Sim. Mervyn Johns. Hermione Badley. Oh, this this is a this is a film. That's um, not a radio. Yeah. Film is not radio, Brendan. That's true. Some might say that radio was murdered by the video star. So this is different. Ah, yes. Ooh, there's a song in there somewhere. Ooh, we should like write that down. The radio got murdered by the moving picture film. Ooh, I like radio that. There's something there. By moving picture film. There's definitely something there. We just gotta find it. Um. Yeah, I'm having trouble finding the original cast. Turned into porn. Uh, what? So, moving right along okay. on our list. <laughs> <laughs> Next up, we have the classic film. Ah. So this one, this one I did know about uh, on our list. I did know about this version because, in fact, this is a family tradition version for us. Oh, we watched the old, uh, the old Diskins classic. It was created in 1901 and preserved by the BFI archives. The old black and white. They recolored it. It looks awful. Don't 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 do that to yourself. Just watch, watch the, the black classic and white. Black and white. Okay. Yeah. Um. So. It it 
came what am I putting here? But the version that stands out above the rest and often is cited as one of the paved the way for all others, it came out in 1951 entitled simply Scrooge, which I was unaware of because it was growing up, it was always just on TV at Christmas. Oh, so yeah. So when we stopped having satellite and I needed to find, like, download a version to have for us to stream, mm-hmm. it took me a long time to find it because it's not called a Christmas carol. Oh, yeah, it's called Scrooge. And, and when you Google Scrooge movie, you just get Bill Murray's Scrooge. Oh, right, yeah. Yeah. So this is, it stars Alistair Sim and as the titular role and the widely regarded as perhaps the most faithful version of the classic to date. And this is one that we, like, in our family we quote all the time there's uh jacob marley has this ridiculous like wailing scream part way through and mm-hmm. and when scrooge has his change of heart and he comes skipping down the stairs and right right as, right as yeah, a yeah. madman i you there know boy i never did know anything and now i know that i don't know all on a christmas morning jeez and he, i must stand on my head i must stand on my head ah, so he has a and mental breakdown okay yeah <laughs> <laughs> You can cut to cut to Marley and the rest of the ghosts, like just sort of biting their lip, like "Oh no!" <laughs> runs down the stairs, runs into his like the 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 lady that his servant or whatever, the one that gives away his bed curtains in the flashback or the oh yeah in the Christmas future, yeah, scares the shit out of her on the stairs, puts <laughs> a plastic bug in her hand, runs out into the street, and you're like, "This man is insane." That's that's nice. That's that's nice, yeah. Marley. Marley, the rest of the ghosts just. I think we were a little too effective in changing his outlook on life. <laughs> well, we changed him, but we broke him. Um, <laughs> All right, should we rebuild ground, him now? Ground. Now it's ground rules. I don't work on Christmas. You're a ghost. <laughs> ground rules for next year. Uh, maybe dial back the spooky chains a little bit. <laughs> maybe like I don't know, less less lightning. So maybe there's less lightning in Christmas future. Maybe that's what it was. <laughs> oh my god. Oh Jesus Christ. I gotta I gotta watch Scrooge. That sounds that sounds like a great uh a great, It is it's a watch. really good version. And yeah. when you, I'm sure when I've you seen watch it, it before too, because that's and because it it's a nineteen fifty one movie, uh-huh. the stuff that they're able to do with like the ghosts and stuff with just screen layering and stuff like that mm. where like yeah because they were had able to, to walk arounds. through scrooge yeah. yeah they didn't have cgi so the the film trickery trick. that they're able to pull off you i mean you can see it but to watch it and go this is a like this movie's old as heck and hmm. they pull off some pretty good stuff in it okay i got you i'm gonna i'm gonna leave uh I'm, I'm gonna leave a specific one because i know it, it's near and dear to your heart um, so yeah. I'm going to move on to one that's actually near and dear to my heart, which uh, involves the titular Scrooge McDuck. Uh, many of our favorite cartoons uh, have uh, redone, uh, have, have done their own particular telling of, uh, of, of a Christmas Carol. And my, one of my personal favorites uh, involves Mickey's Christmas Carol, where Mickey plays uh, Marley and Scrooge, uh, Scrooge McDuck is obviously Scrooge. Um, Goofy in a very weird turn of events, Turns out to be the uh, soul tortured Marley um, of all characters, but <laughs> and uh, yeah, it's it's a uh, it, it's a fun little romp. I really enjoyed it. Uh, I actually had it on a VHS tape when I was a kid. Uh, my dad went ahead mm-hmm. and recorded it for me, and that was one of the, that, along with the uh, claymation Christmas specials, was part of my Christmas growing up. It was always every single year. Claymation I always, or the stop motion. The stop motion claymation ones. 
Oh yeah. Yeah. The uh the, like, like Rankin Bass? Yes, Rankin Bass, that's the one. Yes. Yeah. Yeah, yeah. Rudolph the Red Nosed Reindeer, Santa Claus is coming to town, Little Drummer Boy, all of those. Like every single one of them. Like it's uh I we we I had those eventually on a big like DVD box set type of thing that my mom I think it was yep. my aunt got that for me when I was uh when I was a kid. I know the set well. Mm-hmm. It's girthy. So it has a lot of DVDs mm-hmm. on it. The uh <laughs> um here's a question for you regarding regarding Mickey Mickey's Christmas Carol. This is yeah. the one that we all grew up like if it, as most kids this is where you get introduced to mm-hmm. Christmas Carol. Which came first? Scrooge like Scrooge Scrooge or Scrooge McDuck Scrooge? Well, we didn't like, like, was he first, did he first show up on the Mickey's Christmas Carol? Or was he first Scrooge McDuck, Donald's uncle? I think. See, I need, I need to figure that out now, because I'm wondering if DuckTales predates the right? Mickey Christmas That's Carol. what I'm wondering. Did they make him Scrooge McDuck because he had a lot of money and they're like, oh, it's a pun. Because he's like rich and yeah, he's kind of crusty. We'll give cranky, him money. Yeah. He's rich and cranky. So he's a Scrooge. So we'll call him Scrooge McDuck. Mm-hmm. And then they're like, well, now we have a Christmas Carol, so he just obviously fits. Or did they make a Christmas Carol have to create a character named Scrooge? And they were just like, let's make a crotchety old duck. And then they went, well, now we ah. need the DuckTales show. Okay. Well, we liked him in the first one. Let's bring him over here. Okay, okay. So uh, I have I have uh, ex- uh, extracted the, fa- the, the, the facts and, and, and knowledge. Um you asked Jeeves, and Jeeves has told us. Uh, check Wikipedia. And then I did. So, uh, Scrooge <laughs> McDuck uh, was a cartoon. Why do you hate Jeeves <laughs> anymore. Um, it's probably because people kept asking him how to make blue meth. I think that's when he decided to retire. Uh, Scrooge. I know, but he's on our payroll now, and he doesn't even know how to use a computer. Ooh, that's actually fair. You know, you'd think that it'd be nice having a man who's read every encyclopedia ever created, but he doesn't know anything about memes, and like those are current, and like, like, like you can't. There's no meme dick like encyclopedia that he can access. Right, 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 right. But coming a little closer here. I don't want I don't want Jeeves to hear me. Oh, it's just yeah, okay. in the corner of the room. Yeah, no, I got you. We, we, we might have to fire Jeeves. I mean, like out of a cannon? No, but ooh, into the sun. Oh, wait, no, he, hang on. He's got he's got a lot of knowledge in him, though. Like, would that be volatile? Could I use my magic to cut him in half and get that knowledge out? Do what now? Moving right along. Okay. So what did you find on Wikipedia? <laughs> Uh, Scrooge McDuck was created uh, in 1947 for the Walt Disney Company by a Carl Barks, not Carl Marx, Carl Barks, who I is probably just like a communist dog or something. It just, uh, <laughs> just sounds like a Disney parody of a of a, of, of, of Karl Marx. Of Marxism. <laughs> yeah. Uh, um, yeah uh, he he first appeared in Disney comics. Uh, in 1947, uh, specifically in Christmas on Bear Mountain is where Scrooge McDuck first makes his appearance. Um, yeah, and he, he is named for the character, uh, for sure. But he his first appearance was not in the Christmas, uh, the Mickey Christmas Carol. He was a oh, he's initially characterized as a greedy miser and anti hero. Oh, interesting. Well, there we go. Finding the cheapest, cheapest, yet most efficient solutions to everyday problems dealt by the main cast. 
Uh, created by Barks as an antagonist for Donald Duck. Okay, originally. So before he was an uncle, he was an antagonist. Uh, first as, the our, as most of our uncles are. Yeah. Um, I'm actually kind of curious about this uh, Christmas on Bear Mountain uh, thing roll here. Let me see if I could find a quick little synopsis. Uh, well, while you're looking that up, I'll move right ooh, along. Yeah, back go for it. We'll move, we'll move forward by moving backwards to the one that you were so generous to leave for me. I got and, you. of course, this one is not one that is unbeknownst to uh, us yes. because we, of course, did this last year yes. for our show. Yes, the Star Wars Holiday Special, Braden's yes! favorite. Yes! I watch it every year. <laughs> uh, my favorite Christmas movie with puppets in it, the yep. Star Wars Christmas. Yep. No, of course There's not. puppets in it. That's ridiculous. There's puppets there in it. There are puppets. <laughs> mm-hmm. Heck yeah, there is. But no, of course, we're talking the Muppets Christmas Carol. Ah. In my ver- in my opinion, the best rendition of this story. Mm-hmm. Did it last ever. year, didn't we? We sure did. Yeah. Time flies. I watched this. I watched this. This is that this is that movie that I watch every year. I sneak it in year round when my wife's not home so she doesn't hit me. And then uh, <clears throat> it's how I kick off my Christmas season. She, she doesn't listen to the podcast, does she? No, she doesn't. Oh, okay. I feel like we she should still share it. Let's not share this episode. <laughs> yeah. If she found, if you, you guys will know if she finds out about this episode because I won't be back to make next week's that's, episode. That's that's fair. There's like that one time you had a Christmas shirt underneath your actual clothing, and they had a lot of splaining to do. Mm-hmm. Yeah. I bet you didn't know that if you hit a person hard enough, the the printing on a T-shirt will transfer to the skin underneath. Oh God. You couldn't help me. Anyway, um, yeah, so it's a great movie. <laughs> Wonderful music in this one. And the fact that they were able to, like, they turned it into a musical is always... Uh, oh, it's always plus one. I, I, I always, yeah, I oh, always enjoyed that. Always been a plus one. But the characters, the the characters, they all they all hit their mark. They hit what they needed to. Mm-hmm. Um, you had Michael Caine playing this like it was, like, a Shakespearean version. Yes. He never went into the goofy. And always serious. Sells it. Yep. Yeah. I saw a, 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 uh, they followed a similar kind of, uh, a similar vein of, uh, of 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 filmmaking for a lot of their live action films too, where like it the world is still taking itself seriously. It's the Muppets being yeah. wacky within the world. Well, and that's what I saw. That somebody made like a comparison as to why two of the most popular or most successful Muppets movies mm. was Muppets Christmas Carol. Yeah, because Michael Caine doesn't treat them as Muppets. No, they're he people. Actors, yeah, and Muppet Treasure Island, and that's because Tim Curry doesn't treat himself like a human, he treats himself like, like a Muppet. another Muppet. Yep, and it's just you get those two that pendulum swing extremities mm-hmm. from either side. That it's just that actually brings an interesting question, and we should probably check it out. Um, so like, what, what do you, uh, what, what do you consider, or where, where does the, uh, that, that newer Muppets movie with the dude from How I Met Your Mother, where does that one sort of like lie on the live action Muppet movies for you? That one falls right, right smack in the middle. Yeah. And not it's good, kind not of ironic bad. that it, yeah, well, it's, I like it. Yeah. But it, it falls in the middle for me just because it, it exists. Yeah. It's fun. It happens. But I think it also ironically kind of falls in the middle if you take that spectrum into account. Yeah. Because we've got Tim Curry on one side acting like a Muppet with the Muppets. Yeah. Versus Michael Caine acting like an actor with other actors. Yeah. Then we have Jason Segel right in the middle. Yeah. Who is a man 
Who's or friends Muppet? with Muppets? There's quite literally a song. Am I a man or am I a yeah, Muppet? Yeah, right. That's actually he, why I wanted he to bring that up. Yeah. Okay. Yeah. I'm glad you caught on. Okay. We're good. We're good. We're cool. <laughs> yeah. Don't worry, Carmen. You passed the test. Uh, <laughs> Plus, I put that one right in the middle because I'm still angry at Jason Segel, but that's another thing. Oh. Yeah. You know, uh, forgetting Sarah Marshall. Yeah. Never heard at of the it. very end. Uh, ha, 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 ha. I know you were sorry. <laughs> I forgot about it. But at the end of the movie, we get to see his um, his Dracula Pen- musical with puppets. Oh, gotcha. Okay, yeah. The fact that that's never been released angers me. Oh, yeah. And you know what else angers me? I saw this, I think it was on TikTok. Sure. Like a few months ago, he showed up and basically did that song on stage with puppets and like a hole in the wall dive bar thing for people. It wasn't like announced or anything. He just showed up and did it. And I was like, so he has that ability and the capability of just doing it. I want the whole thing. I I want the whole thing. Jason, I know you're listening. I know you're listening. I I want the Dracula musical. Jesus. I will help you. I will make the puppets. I don't care what it takes. You should see this Rat King that he's making. It's got poles and stuff in it. Mm-hmm. Ten feet tall. Damn. How wide? Moving right along. <laughs> uh, I'm gonna I'm gonna swing wildly here because I never heard of this one. Uh, because it just I'm gonna be kind of honest. It seems a little bit on the boring side compared to a lot of these other ones. But a bit bit of an honorable mention. Apparently, there was a 1997 TV movie known for swapping both Scrooge as well as Marley for modern female characters. It stars uh, Cicely Tyson in the main role picture. So it just seems to be like a, a a grumpy old woman instead of a grumpy old man. Hmm. So I, I I imagine it's pretty beat for beat with the original, but I have to take a take a look at like a trailer or something for it. But I did find the plot, by the way, to uh, Christmas on Bear Mountain. Um, oh, uh, the plot's as follows. As usual, Donald doesn't have enough money to celebrate Christmas with his nephews, Huey, Dewey and Adolf. Louie, Huey, Dewey, and Louie. But there are unexpectedly invited. Walt Disney was a notorious anti-Semite. I just wanted to put that out there as a joke. The uh, they they are unexpectedly invited by his uncle Scrooge to his uh, chalet on Bear Mountain. I can hear that shell shock you. The misanthropic uh-huh. rich duck wants to uh, stifle his boredom this Christmas by testing his nephew's courage. Oh, good, uh, and plans to dress up as a bear. But a bear cub sneaks in the cabin as the ducks get a Christmas tree. Eventually, the mother comes looking for the cub and scares the ducks out of the cabin. The bears eat the food in the house, and the bear ma- the, ba- the mother bear falls asleep in front of the fireplace. The ducks make a plan to get the bears out of the cabin, and Donald has to tie the legs of the mother bear together while Huey, Dewey, and Louie catch the cub. Donald fails to tie the feet of the bear together and faints on an arm of the bear, giving an impression that he fell asleep on the bear. Meanwhile, Scrooge comes in and finds the boys chasing the cub, thinking that they are fearless. Then he finds Donald sleep with the bear, and Scrooge thinks he's purposely sleeping with the bear. Okay. And purposes. <laughs> and thinks that Donald doesn't know the meaning of fear. Uh, Scrooge retreats unnoticed and returns the next day to spend Christmas dinner in his mansion with his nephews. That's definitely a comic plot. Absolutely. Yep. That's, you know what? That is, that's a hundred percent a comic plot. Good job, everybody. Um, yeah. Man, that's, uh, that's, it's, it's, it's definitely no, uh, it's definitely no Scrooge. 
Um, here's here's uh, one that I actually wound up uh, that, that I, I don't think I've ever heard about um, uh, up until now. Uh, I didn't realize, and this is sort of skipping down the list a little bit here. Batman Noel is a graphic novel <laughs> that puts the caped crusader inside the world of the beloved Dickens story. It is narrated oh. by one of the Joker's henchmen and puts the Dark Knight as Scrooge. Robin is Marley, who's that implies he's dead. Uh, Catwoman as the ghost of Christmas past. Superman is the ghost of Christmas present. And Joker is the ghost of Christmas future. Huh. Jesus Christ. (laughs) I might have to find this. That sounds just unhinged. Oh, I got it. Wonderful. I got to check that out. That sounds awesome. Yep. Oh, there's a man wielding a candlestick in one of these. Uh, <laughs> <laughs> but anyway, um, I think we're we're running long on time. Oh, we got God. a lot of gushing wanna... to do for Spirited, so one we'll do one more oh. each, and then we'll. Uh, there's a ballet. We'll call it. I don't know about the ballet. Uh, actually, I'm going to skip to the one one of the ones that I saw and really enjoyed as a. Uh, it's a loose, uh, loose rendition of it, but. Uh, the ghosts of Christmas, uh, the, the ghosts of girlfriends past. Oh, okay. Yeah, M- Matthew McConaughey. Um, it's a romantic comedy, and he's a he plays a womanizer oh. who's being haunted by a ghost of one of his girlfriends, played by Emma Stone. The girl the oh. ghost takes him on a journey of his past conquests to help him realize his mistakes, make him a better man, and help him find his true love with his childhood sweetheart, played by Jennifer Garner. And this one is huh. like it's it. It has that same premise where he's going like the past, the present. This is what he's moving toward. Yeah. But it has nothing to do with Christmas. Right. This is it's just the girlfriend. Same, same beats, different theming. Yes, I like and because that. I, that's why I really like that movie is because it's you get that like that little taste of a Christmas Carol right. without ever having to dive into a little, okay here we little, go a little bit of I can't Here's believe Marley. it's not Christmas. Here okay. comes the guy in the hood like with that. the pointing I like and that. like it's a really and it and it's funny. It's yeah. got some good. Good actors and or you know good, good cast to it. It's a really good movie. Yeah, it's a uh, okay. That sounds good. I'm not entirely sure how I feel about like you know one of his girlfriends just straight up died and then immediately believed that they need to haunt the crap out of him. That's a bit on the. That's a bit spooky. Uh, she's not actually dead, if I remember correctly. It's just like his uh, mental manifestation. Oh, if memory serves, like it's just his psyche damage. is. Yeah, 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 yeah. Got it. I don't got think it. she's actually dead. If memory does, serves. does he also play hog? Like, was he a poacher in Hogwarts? Is that why he has such massive brain damage? Uh, no, because he'd be cut in half. Anyway, <laughs> okay, one more, and then we'll go to break. <laughs> uh, oh man, um. I mean, I, I I knew this one existed. I never got around to watching it. The Black Adder's Christmas Carol is a one-off episode of the British yes. comedy series Black Adder. Love Black Adder. Uh, it is narrated by Hugh Laurie and stars Rowan Atkinson as Ebenezer Black Adder, uh, the nicest man in England who slowly turns into a miserable, greedy man as he learns that everyone's been taking advantage of him and bad guys have all the fun. So a good old-fashioned <laughs> uh, flipping on the Reverse. head. Uh, flipping on the head of the uh, the of the the classic tale, and I, that's very much from Black Adder's fashion. I love that a lot. Yep, I love yep. the I love the idea of an incredibly nice guy realizing how much of a dick everybody is to him. <laughs> I remember I remember years ago seeing that one on PBS. I think they had it. Ah, uh, yeah. yeah, it was. That's awesome. Yeah. I gotta watch that now. I like black. We got that's one of those Black Adder, mm-hmm. Thin Blue Line. Oh yeah, and Are You Being Served? Are some of those shows that. 
I really want to subscribe to the Brit box on my fire stick, but I really don't want to have to pay for another subscription. Right. And there's only so much put locker a man can stand. Yes. I can only click off so many ads yep. about nude females in my area. Ugh. I got enough in your basement. True. Oh, damn. That was on the recording. <laughs> Oh no! Uh, quick, uh, we'll catch it in post. We're gonna go to break, and uh, we're gonna bleep that nope, out. Nope, nobody See tell Brain's wife. Greetings, mortals. My name is Promotiontron, and I have snuck on to the Two Bees podcast to remind you to subscribe to the Capuana Companions TikTok and Instagram pages, and also the Beegrim Gaming Twitch channel. <laughs> they'll never realize I'm here promoting their things, and they'll never be the wiser. <laughs> The wrong business, I mean, brother. The, we need to be producing. We need to be producing musicals like that one thing. Ooh, that we did. I saw a movie. We I saw a movie recently about producing musicals, and I kind of enjoyed it. Hey, we're back, guys. How's it going? We are back. Yeah. yeah. So it's like we're looking at theater prices right now, and it's causing my causing my body to cringe and my wallet to cry. <laughs> but on the realm of things that didn't make us cry, well, I got weepy, but. That's was supposed to be. We watched Spirited. That's true. The, the Apple TV. That's a thing that we did. Uh, it is. Yeah. I'm liking Apple so TV, a, by the way. They're doing like a lot of good stuff recently. Yeah. What? It's one of those that I'm, I very much enjoy having that yeah. per, that subscription now. Like I'm, I'm surprised at how get much of Ted a Lasso. Shift. Yeah. Oh, I love me some Ted Lasso. Ted Lasso was great. I haven't watched that yet, but oh, oh wait a minute. It's gonna make is you care about TV sports ball. Uh, that show's gonna make is you it... care a little bit about sports ball, Bryn. You. Yeah, it's gonna happen, whether you like it or not. Go sports. Do the thing. Yep. Score this. Go balls. balls. Do a sports. Do do a sports. Isn't Apple TV also where the new Fraggle Rock series is? I think so. That sounds right. Sorry, Ted Lasso, you're taking a back seat. <laughs> Puppets. Anyway, uh, yeah. So we watched um, Spirited. Uh, Spirited, it was, it came out, I believe it was last, yeah, 2022. Um, but I did not have an Apple TV subscription last year, so we didn't get around to it. Yeah. Because you, because we don't, you guys don't pay us on the Patreon that we don't have yet, so we blame you. Bunch of jerks, honestly. Uh, we love you, but you're still jerks to us. <laughs> we love you, but. Much, much like, uh, Scrooge Black we love, It's a love, it's a, lo- it's a love-hate relationship. We yeah. love you, but we hate that you don't give us your money. Yeah. Do that, Give by us the your way. Money. Yeah, do do that, and we'll be. Give us your money. Well, we'll tell you how beautiful you are on the inside, and how you should continue giving us your money. Mm-hmm. Give us your money. But yeah, so this is a like we had mentioned at the top of the show, a twist on the classic uh, Christmas Carol stories, wherein you find out that the ghosts that did what they did to Scrooge, they do that every year. They pick a person. It's a stage, a whole like Broadway stage theatrical yeah. production. But it's still supernatural. Choreog- yeah, choreography, yeah. stage changes, yeah. Will Ferrell backdrops. 
uh, stage hands. Yeah, my favorite part. The of afterlife that. is just filled with musicals. Yeah, I, and it, I, it, I'm starting to get the feeling fun... that a lot of people have died in during musical theater productions in order for that <laughs> many ghosts to have that skill well, set. You know, it's like all the times that like the the ropes and up in the rafters breaks and a giant sandbag mm. comes slamming down That's on fair. the stage hands. That's fair. That's fair. You know what? It's a you know trope what? for a reason. This is what happened. That this is the reason we no longer say good luck. When it comes to theater productions, those every one uh-huh. of them is a victim of somebody saying "good luck" and not break a leg. So, remember, guys nope. out there, safety first. Break a leg. Yep. Mm-hmm. Don't say "good luck." You'll kill someone. Yep. Like the producers say, "I've broken my leg." <laughs> my leg. I broke my leg. Oh my knee. That's but my yeah. Knee. This is a really. <laughs> This was a really fun movie. Uh, oh, and balls to the wall, awesome! And I love like Brendan and I talked. We were, we watched this. We sat down and watched this together. Yep. We talked throughout where it was so fun to see through the movie mm-hmm. while they're going through like the past, the present, the future. And these are you learn the ghosts have set these up as like stage as shows. vignettes. Yeah, yeah. You you see in the background like the laser projectors and the stage lighting and the, you see that in the background yep. and it doesn't take you out of it because you just realize you're seeing an angle of backstage that yep. is it. It's just there. You're just it, the it camera exists person. in this world. Yeah you're, yeah. you're just the camera guy and you're watching and you're watching Farrell. Uh, you're, you're watching Marley or whatever, do his thing. Um, in, in this, in, in this organization of the gigantic production that is this, that is this yeah. uh, de-jerkifying of uh, one person a year, it seems. Yeah. yeah. And we get that, and you find out, like, it's a whole year production. This is not just they showed up yeah. on Christmas Eve to muck with some guy. CIA they ain't got start, nothing on them. They start the day after Christmas, and they start rehearsing yep. and choreographing their dance numbers. Yep. and. Who's the and well, who's who's the, the 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 movie about though? Like who's the real per like who's the real protagonist uh, in this? Uh... Well, the real protagonist is Clint Briggs, played uh... by Ryan Reynolds. Who Ryan Reynolds does what Ryan Reynolds does best, mm-hmm. where he is mm-hmm. a sarca- sarcastic, quick witted individual. Yep. And to have him acting alongside Will Ferrell in this, oh. that is a match that I just adored. Oh, and they uh, worked so well together in this yeah. movie. We had it a, just made me happy. A realization, by the way. Um, so, if you all recall the TikTok uh, things that uh, Ryan Reynolds and uh, and and Will Ferrell did with the uh, "I could be brown, I could be blue, I could be violet sky, I could be hurtful, I could be purple, I could be anything you like." Those ones. Um, the they the costuming that Will Ferrell is wearing and the costuming that Ryan Reynolds is wearing is actually what they had on at certain scenes in this movie. So they were making those while they were already working together on this film, and I love that. Well, see, and and when Brendan says that, that like that realization we had while watching the movie, um, some of us have had TikTok a little bit longer than Brendan and saw that when it first came out. That was a bit of a holdout, yeah. Yeah, that was actually part of their advertising when this movie was coming. Me, out. me, 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 me. <laughs> <laughs> Speaking of sarcasm, uh... know, hashtag spirited. Yeah. But I don't, I don't know. I just, but yeah, it's and the music, <laughs> I don't reach the music out. in it. 
I knew this was a musical going in, but it was such a big production oh. musical. Oh, so if I... It made me so happy if, from the word go. If I may make a point that I made during uh, Penises, the musical. Um, so if Penises, the musical is a musical where so much passion and so much pride and so much hard work was put into <laughs> hard and work. what is, ah, it's funny because you know, penis, penis, penis. um, the, the, uh, if, if, if that movie is like that, if that musical was like that, where it's just like it, all of, all of this effort and all this awesomeness was put into a movie that, just kind of didn't need to be made if i'm being honest past the first 20 minutes mm -hmm. but they but but it was in a but off all that energy was put into a film that did deserve to be made truthfully my god you get spirited blows you get spirited yeah like you get it gets i'm, I'm feeling a little more than spirited right now homie i'm i'm feeling christmas spirit uh -huh. um yes the uh the 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 sheer levels of like stage production and and lighting and the 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 performances of every single actor in this film blow me out of the water it blows like so mm -hmm. many like curated film like like, like like musical productions and it's in no small part to what is essentially a gigantic nod to like the like the, the the true working like nervous system of uh of of all major productions be them on stage on film or even behind a microphone on radio it's it it, it it's the crew it's the, without the crew you can't you can't you don't have no one to support the actors to do what they do best so having all of that background stuff in its own way is like a massive nod and like a huge like wink and thumbs up to the what, you know the, the the backbone of the entertainment industry the grips mm -hmm. and the set designers and the 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 writers and 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 the 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 filmographers and the the directors of photography and all these people that are in the background making sure what you are seeing and that you are doing with your eyes and ears and your your very being gets made to a degree that not only you're happy to see but they're proud to make so yeah it's th this movie is phenomenal in that regard for me. Spirit is so awesome because you get to see grips running around and changing up the set and whatnot in a couple of scenes. Um, still questioning that one lady who just kind of stepped out of a backstage door and inadvertently let Ryan's character do a thing. But that's a spoiler, so we're just gonna put yep. shelve that. But it's like you know, there's dumb a dumb decision gets made, and more dumb stuff technically happens. But it's all I for the best. It's a movie. Um, yeah, Even, it's nobody's a movie. perfect. Even yeah. in the after. Actually, it's a musical uh, production. True. Yeah. Um. But it's and it was so nice because you go into this knowing that it's that staple of oh, well, there's a rich jerk. Oh, and we're it's gonna, gonna ban Yeah, we're gonna we're gonna hit him with the past, the present, the future. Oh my god, changes. We're gonna change his life, and you're gonna go, oh my gosh, he's so happy, and now magic. And we get into that, mm -hmm. and you're like, okay, mm -hmm. yep, here it comes. Yep. But then, and no spoilers, we're not gonna spoil this by at, at all. Yeah, but no, this deserves a watch. It, this deserves a clean. It watch. turns on its head in such a delightfully surprising way. There's no way you're gonna predict no it getting there until it starts to show you what it wants yep. you to see. Now, 
if if you have like you know a, a general like understanding of patterns and storytelling and whatnot, you're gonna figure it out as you're seeing it. But it's very yeah. much a twist that you're yeah, not it has gonna that, get. It has that foreshadowing, yeah. but you're not from the beginning. You're not gonna sit down and go, "Okay, I see what's happening." Yeah, exactly. Like, like it's and the best part about it too is like the film in of itself isn't exactly cerebral. Like it's it's still a very no. simple concept. It's still a very like simple plot. Um, they make a very interesting decision, which we I do believe we both agree is our single major gripe in this entire movie. We're um, going to get to that in a minute. Yep, we're going to be mad about that for a little bit here, guys. So don't worry. Yeah. This episode's going to have some drama in it. You know? Yeah. Yeah. We're mad. Mm, cut them in half. Men and we're mad. Yeah. Chainsaws. Chainsaws. Fisting chainsaws. Fisting chainsaws like man. <laughs> also, I liked, and I mentioned this to Brendan, is mm. throughout the movie, what they do with the lighting of oh. the movie and their their use of green and it, red. You see it on the poster, but green and red yep. on the poster. Yep, yep, yep. That carries throughout the entirety mm-hmm. of the movie. And blues. It's, lots of blues and whites. Lots of blues, but it's the lighting where entire scenes have different color tones mm-hmm. to set mood. Mm-hmm. Uh, there's that scene where, like, we talked about having that sunset coming through a window oh. that's clearly CGI'd. But it's so beautifully done, yep. and it sets that tone and that lighting that it it feels mm-hmm. intentional as it should be because it is because it's mm-hmm. not a real sun. One thing that I really really adore about this movie too, from a visual uh, visual effects standpoint, is uh, so I I as a student of film, uh, student of the Vancouver Film School, uh, an, an alumni as it were. Um, the, uh, the, the thing that I particularly love about this film and as with many other films is how often you see Vancouver just in the background in various positions. <laughs> and the best part about this movie for me was it actually started in Vancouver and then and we immediately left Vancouver because who cares about that? We want to go to New York. So we, uh, I, I really, really enjoy, uh, getting, getting to like, getting that, like, like that little bit of a nod to like the, the, the city that I went to, that, that I did all so much schooling in. Um, it's like a fun little Easter egg for me. Cause like, even in like another one, weird one that I watched, uh, one of those like turn your brain off films, uh, Transformers War for, or not War for Cybertron. There's a third one uh where they like i don't know summon a moon or some crap i don't know um anyway yeah just the amount of vancouver that's in that movie is wild to me it's it's a lot of fun but anyway uh moving on to the significantly better movie um i think spirited has an incredibly strong cast and in no small part to just the just just the battalion of background dancers that they have in this film like the, mm-hmm. the the amount of like you don't know when a musical number might start in some cases because you see people milling about in the background and you can't help but wait for like okay someone's gonna pirouette just give them a second wait for it yeah wait and for even, it even a couple of times where the music starts to build and a character will mention it and be like ah yeah. and then it doesn't and you're like oh damn it you're like this one really big part where like an argument's happening and then the other guy just seems to be fine with the thing that he was arguing against for some reason. No particular reason. Yeah, that's really weird how that happened. Wonder wonder why you didn't like seem to actually argue the point or anything there, characters. It's almost like something was missing. Like the thing that we're about yeah. to gripe about. <laughs> yeah. What's the what's the thing that we both aren't an enormous fan of in this straight to Apple TV and not uh, theater production where you have to worry about about timing. Yeah, they they cut out a song, Brandon. Oh, oh, did they? They, they cut out. 
They cut out a really good song, oh, Brendan. Oh, did they? Did they now? They cut out a really good song that oh. points, uh, that kind of bridges a lot of gaps oh. in the storyline, Brendan. Oh, they, they wouldn't. They wouldn't do that, Brendan. They wouldn't. Oh, not only would they do that, Brendan, oh. they would do that. No. And then they would dangle it in front of us in black and white during the closing credits for some godforsaken reason where you go, it's not even in a blooper reel. It just showed you what you missed. The entire freaking dance number musical number in black and yeah. white with epic yeah. lighting this and not, water effects this yeah and it's not like this is a storyboard i'm like mad just the music i'm actually this was really mad it was a fully it was a fully choreographed scene it was the whole thing yeah water dancers like four minutes dance. yeah they had like acrobatics going in there those people got paid and they never got seen on and tv put, on the and they're put in the freaking credits are you kidding me movie it was such a good song you flew so close to the sun and then you did that and that would have been the best and that bar none that would have been the absolute best scene in the entire like in terms of like musical number for like the bigness uh, and like for me oh uh, uh, for me for the bigness yes. yeah for bigness, bigness yes. and like epicness and like just like like tone shift and like the, yeah, the, the, great the, the song. character for me, element that happens in the song. Yeah, <sighs> it's still for me. It it doesn't outdo Good Afternoon for me. Oh, that's still great. Yeah, but that's that, that's funny for others. That one, that's fun. But that yeah. one, it, like, it's a great song. And that one has a lot of, like, that big moving choreography yeah. that I enjoy. Yeah. Whereas this was, like, one big isolated stage mm -hmm. production with the mm -hmm. water effects. Good afternoons. It's moving through the streets, and you've got stuff coming, and it, it was very busy for me. So that yeah. for me felt bigger. Incidentally, looking at the good afternoon uh, number, a lot mm -hmm. of those buildings, I got Muppet. I, I I got I got Muppet vibes. I got like they they looked very. Some of those like the sets, the 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 buildings or whatever, the exteriors. I got like big reminders of a Muppet's Christmas Carol. Oh, yeah. So I'm wondering how much of that, because I guarantee they were recycled, because that's what Hollywood does. They constantly recycle sets and whatnot to get the mm, most money out of them. But the problem is, so, I don't think they're going to be recycled for this, because yeah. your scale from recycling a Muppet City to yeah. a big musical number with Will Ferrell and yeah, some, uh, Ryan Reynolds. Yeah, I'm, some, I'm, I'm curious uh, where they were recycled from, because I've I've seen that, like I've, I feel like I've seen all of that before. For sure, because that would have been. And what are we doing? You know what? It would have been. It would have been a Disney owned warehouse. They'd have to pull them out of. So yeah, there's no way that they yeah, were. There's no way. Also, that no would way. be. What are we at? Thirty years ago. Those yes. sets don't exist yeah. anymore. Yeah, or they're sold. Someone bought them and built a little Christmas Muppet village. Um, and we're gonna well, invade even then, a lot of it steal was it. like painted scenery. That's that true. They just zoomed in too. That's true. Yeah. But outside of the the mm -hmm. unbelievable set design and bigness of everything, I was gonna say the 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 in, indescribable reasons why they cut out a great song. I'm still trying to, to figure out why. Show it to us. Yeah, like I can. I, you know what? I'm gonna look that up right now. Actually, vamp, vamp, Braden, vamp. Okay. Gush, gush more, uh, gush yeah, more. It's 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 a it's a funny movie. It's a heart filled movie. There are moments in this where lots of heart. It hit. It hits you. It donkey kicks you in the feels in all the right ways mm -hmm. you know it's coming but it doesn't make it especially, any easier especially it has a, a really a specific part really involving a hospital that was just i didn't need my heart ripped out like that movie thanks twice yeah 
Twice, Brendan. Yeah. Twice. Pain. But yeah, but then you you also have the like, I I love the back the 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 other ghosts. So you've got Ghost of Christmas Past played with uh Sunita Mani who I'm again not going to spoil her character or, or or her interactions with Ryan, but it's funny as all heck. Uh, we got Tracy Morgan playing the ghost of Christmas yet to come. Who, honestly, he's just tired of like what? he's all kinds of fun and he's just he's tired of standing there pointing oh, and it's just, you feel so bad and but it's and so I'm, funny. You know what? I'm so happy they didn't just like take his head head like like uh, hood down and it was just Tracy. Like I'm I'm yeah. genuinely happy they kept it up. He just has this personality, especially when like he's in the background in so many of these scenes, just sort of chilling. Like you just sort of there, yeah. and then a couple of times you Scrolling see him through his pointing. IPhone. There's a couple of times you see him just pointing at something. What that's happening on screen? Like... Yeah. <laughs> oh my god. Yeah. Trying to find. Like I keep looking up for like deleted scenes from Spirited, and ending. No, that's, also, that's not any explained. I'm gonna look up who. So Marley is played by Patrick Page. Yes. I don't know who, I, who we both who thought was Patrick is. Stewart for a second. Yeah. Yeah. That was wild. So yeah, I, he's been in In the Heights, Flesh and Bone, and The Good Wife for one episode of The Good Wife. So yeah, I don't know who he is. Interesting. But he did a I've seen him job. before. Yeah. Like uh, his voice, I, I'm reminded of a bunch of stuff from his voice. Yeah, I don't know. Uh, yeah, he did. He did great in this movie. Maybe it's like post credits. Oh, he was a couple voices in the in Big Mouth. Oh, you know what we need to do is uh, we need for our next year when we do musicals, I'd like to do Schmigadoon. Right, you can't you can't just swear like that on oh, the podcast. That's, no, it's a it's a TV series. We probably oh. would have to. That, ooh, we could do like Patreon. No, but that's on Apple TV as well. Okay. Um. A couple goes on a backpacking trip, and they discover a magical town in which everyone acts like they're in a classical musical. And it's uh, it stars Keegan Michael Key and Cecily Strong. Okay, and it's it's they're the only ones in this village who don't sing and dance in the musical. And it's just this the clips and trailers and stuff that I've seen for it. It just looks like a really funny show. Mm-hmm. And I think it's on it's two seasons now. Yeah, there's a second season right now. Wait, hold on. Hang on, what? Schmigadoon. S-C-H-M-I. No, no, not, not that. Was there a post credit scene at the end of Spirited? Outside of the singing? Yeah. Uh... Yeah, there is also a Spirited after credit scene at the very end of the credits. The scene takes viewers back to the hotel that hosted the Christmas tree convention. Crap. So we're gonna have to go back and watch yeah. that. Yeah, actually, you know what? All right, we're not gonna, we're not gonna discuss it because we're the spoilers. We have, well, we haven't seen it, are, to be fair. So we like, haven't seen it, but for also the people that haven't seen the movie, we yeah, have to spoil oh, what yeah. might be in a- that. Absolutely, we we gotta figure out like what we were robbed of. So I think it now is a good enough time as any. We're gonna take we're gonna take, take off. <laughs> thanks. We're gonna take a break. We'll see you next week. Uh, as always, thanks for being here. We love having you here. We love you to bits. Thanks again for coming back week after week. Make sure you like, subscribe, comment down below. Help share the podcast so we can grow. We'll see you next week. I think we're going to do that uh, that new Candy Cane Lane one that 
Oh, Eddie Murphy's in? Maybe, yeah. Yeah. That sounds like fun. Yes, Candy Cane Lane. It's on Amazon Prime. It looks like a real fun show, so yeah, we're probably going to do that one. So, oh, could we back next week? Could we, um, could could we also do the the Jim Carrey screw? Like, I know that we did a Christmas Carol, but did we? Did we ever? Like, do we do the the? We didn't do that one. I kind of want to do that one this year. We can add that to the list. I'm down for it. Yeah. Okay. Sounds we'll good. We'll add it to the list. Yeah. We'll we'll fit that one in somewhere. Oh, could we should we should do? You know what? We should do a double. We we did double features last year. We should do like you know some double features this year. I mean, of course, right? True. I mean, that's our thing. It is. Holiday season. Yeah. The holiday Tis season. Tis the season. And whoop-dee-doo and dickery-dah. And don't forget to polish your... Anyway. Wait. Um, <laughs> so, thanks for being here. Thanks for listening. We'll see you again next week. Make sure you come on back. And until then, remember that the quieter you become, the more you can hear. Good night, everybody. Hey guys, it's Brendan. I just want to thank you so much for listening in, and just to let you all know that we record at 9.30 MST on Riverside every Wednesday. And please, if you'll join us, like, share, subscribe. It'd mean the world to us. Alright, thank you so much. Bye.